Welcome to the official podcast for Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization. I'm Beth, aka Triumvir Clio. Hello again. Welcome back. I hope that you're well. I'm a little sore today. Shoveling. We didn't get tons of snow overnight, but the four inches that we got are pretty heavy, and I... Um, I was going to say that I'm guessing most of that will be melted by the time this drops, but that isn't necessarily true. <laughs> My favorite local ice cream shop opens for the season on March 1st every year. Um, and there was one year that my parents and I snowshoed there for opening day. So there may still be snow where I live uh, by the time this drops. But whatever the weather is, wherever and whenever you are, I hope that you're enjoying whatever it is. Um, we only have a couple of Homeric hymns left to cover. Today's selection is number 32, Hymn to Cellini. The last two that we read were a little different than the rest of the corpus, and this one rounds out that trilogy of these three outliers. Um, it too seems to be an introduction to an epic recitation as opposed to a standalone hymn. Um, as usual, I'm using the Susan Shelmerdine translation. The poet begins by invoking the muses, the daughters of Zeus, who is the son of Kronos, just in case we've forgotten that genealogy, and asks them to help sing of the long-winged moon, which is weird because Selene doesn't have wings. Her sister, Eos, the dawn, does, but not Selene. Uh, not sure what's going on there. Uh, the poet might have gotten mixed up, or maybe he just took some poetic license. Selene wasn't a very prominent goddess, so... Either one of those almost makes sense. Um, the hymn goes on to describe her beauty and how she bathes in the ocean before driving her chariot across the sky. Uh, we do get an interesting detail at this point. Um, she shines the brightest in the middle of the month. And this is because the new moon marked the start of each month in ancient Greece. So the full moon marked the middle of each month. And then the poet goes on to say that Selene, the moon, is is most reliable. That you know humans can always count on count on her. There was this one time that Zeus slept with her, and their daughter was Pandaya, the all shining, um, a beauty among the gods. So maybe she's yet another moon goddess. Not sure. She doesn't really correspond to much else. Um, there's a festival called the Pan. Dia, but it doesn't seem to have any relationship to this pandaya that the, the poet describes in, in this hymn. And with that, the poet says farewell to the goddess before introducing his next, next song, which will be about heroes and demigods, so probably an epic of some sort. And that is hymn 32. It is a pretty little piece. Um, I, I like it. Um, the descriptions of Selene are just are just lovely, and and it's all very fitting to the moon. Even if the poet says she has wings when she didn't, um, it's just yeah. I, I like this one. I, it's just it's just a it's just a pretty poem. Um, so so what do you think of Selene? Um, this hymn, lunar calendars. Pop over to the blog and share your thoughts. It's at triumvirclio.school.blog. The URL and maybe a link are in the show notes. Find me on Patreon as Triumvir Clio. That URL is also in the show notes. On Monday, we will read Euripides' The Bacchae. Talk to you then. You can join the discussion of this and everything covered in this podcast by following the link in my show notes. And if you're enjoying what you've heard so far, please consider supporting the show with a monthly donation of your choosing, just like public radio. 
And please also consider giving a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice so that more people can discover the fun that is Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization.